0: Lock Talk Radio Hey Quiet on the Set
1: It's IWS Radio Starring The IWS players Guy On Your Dick, Slider Ballscock Joshua Bobby Craft Reverend Moneymaker Paul Pyatt Dusty Sandman Debbie Stonehenge Featuring
2: Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is Matt Man coming to you live from the palatial resort here in Hodgepodge Lodge and sitting next to me, typically a few hundred miles to my west-southwest, a man who can melt the January snow and ice with his smile alone. The J-Man, bitches.
0: I'm glad to see that J-Man survived the coldest week of the season, and all he needed was an electric blanket, shawl, wool socks, sweats, a hoodie, earmuffs, gloves, a scarf, and lots and lots of hot chocolate.
1: Just barely. Yeah. Hola. and Welcome everyone to cold and icy, snowy, remote, rural, northern Minnesota at the winter retreat of IWS Radio. How you doing, Matt?
2: Well, I'm doing all right, J. Man, I would like to know, our uh, traveling secretary, why... He or she would schedule a winter retreat in Minnesota rather than some place like I don't know, Key West.
1: Yeah I don't I don't know how why that worked out that way. Or whose idea it was. Some uh, less than intelligent people working here.
2: But we're yeah, we're tough enough to take it. We like to face face winter head on. Not back
1: down. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Well, you know, this is a lot more cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. We gotta you gotta be frugal about these things.
2: Oh sure. We're on a tight budget here.
1: Yeah. Make our correspondents pay their own way here.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: require require them to be here. Which is important, too.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm doing okay other than that. We're waiting on an impending ice storm today. Well, ice, oh, snow, dear. what have you. Chaos Gosh, is no what point. we're waiting on, J-Man. Chaos.
1: Well, they threatened us with that here, but uh, mm. it was a, it was an idle threat. Everything, uh, it was just rain this morning. Oh, I guess they're getting some some freezing rain, maybe some sleet, you know, at the higher elevations, up on Gobbler Nod. Sure. Maybe, and, uh, <laughs> yep. maybe on Boat Mountain, on Gaither, oh, you know.
3: That
1: yeah, sure. But uh, here, it's just wet, wet, gloomy, cold. Depressing. Sure. Like think it has been. Cold week, man. Good grief, it was a cold week.
0: No kidding.
1: I even had to wear socks to bed one night. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I know. I know. That's not good. Be... I know. I'm getting old, man. You know, Ew. when I was young, man, I could just hop right into bed in the middle of winter. In the... You know my usual birthday suit there.
0: Just Don't uh-huh. sleep.
1: Yeah. Now, now, got, got to put on socks and get in bed and lay there and you know wait for my back to stop seizing up and for my hip to stop hurting, my sciatica to settle down. Uh
2: huh. Now were socks the only thing you wore to bed?
1: Oh yeah course.
2: That's hot. That is hot. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it was cold up here this week. A lot of times, though, it was crystal clear skies, but just brutally cold.
1: Yeah. Oh, the the winter sun is rough, man. It sits so low on the horizon there, and you're just, you know, driving along, and got the sunglasses on, and yeah, beating down on you, but yet you're cold. It Doesn't make any sense. Exactly.
2: And the wind was blowing right through the beer mine, conveniently yeah. located fact, at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwine, Ohio. Of it, course,
1: it certainly is. In fact, I'll, I'll start <clears> the <throat> this, this show off with a little story about the cold weather for you, Matt. By all means. I'm, I'm not a uh, I'm not a fan of cold weather. But my mm-hmm. car, Carmella,
0: <laughs>
1: named after the one I could never have, is uh, uh, is even less of a fan of the cold weather. Really, uh, my my luxury Japanese import doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't do well in cold weather. And uh, the other day, when I was uh, out and about doing important things, I needed gas because you know why. You know, why fill up on gas when the temperatures are near 50 when you can wait until it's 13 degrees and there's a cold sure. wind blowing out of the north? So I get there to the old gas station, a Twins Food Mart Exxon Station there on the bypass. And uh, I hit the little button, you know, to unlock the cover on the gas cap. And I go right. around the car and it's closed. And i hmm. Well, that's okay. weird. So I go back around, and I hit the button again, and it's still closed. So then oh I go my. back around, and I hit the button about 400 times. You know, I'm just pounding on that <laughs> button. And I come back around, and it's still closed. And so I'm standing there looking at it, and then I, I went Fonzie on it. You know? Made a little fist, a little side of the fist, gave it a little pop right there on the on the edge, and it opened right up, just like that. Excellent. Oh, good. How about that? you got to know how to treat these things. Keep them in line. <coughs> yeah. So then I stood there putting gas in my car at uh, $2.12 a gallon for a premium oh, unleaded.
2: Excellent. Not mm. bad. Ooh, premium. And well, uh, you are a premium, Jay.
1: Right. I am. That's right. And I'm not going to put any of that ethanol crap in my car. No. 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 Uh-uh. You know, if somebody wants to pay a buck seventy-two. You go right ahead and you suffer the consequences.
2: That's right.
1: But, uh, <laughs> anyway, if so you buy
2: ethanol, the Iowans win. That's right, they that. do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the corn farmers win, and we're not putting up with uh-huh. that. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: No, sirree. <laughs>
1: So as I'm putting the gas in the car, and of course the gas thing is running a little slow too because it's cold, and I'm standing there shivering, and I suddenly realize that playing over the last loudspeakers is this.
2: That's
1: iconic. And I. Was, <laughs> It is. And I stood there for a minute, and I thought, hey, I have my bad song of the week. <laughs> but then I thought I would just use it with this story, because the great thing about bad songs is that you can afford to waste one here and there, because <laughs> there's so hey. many of them. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a little Cheryl Crow singing about soaping up, soaking up the sun. While I'm man. standing there in thirteen degree weather putting gas in my car. Good times, Matt. Well, Good you times. gotta
2: do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do to prevent fuel line freeze up.
1: That's right. Gotta worry about these things.
2: Yes.
1: <clears throat> and every winter I think, man, I need to fill the car up and I need to keep it, you know, a half gall you know, at the halfway mark and Drive out of the top half in case, you know, a string of bad weather days. But I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I run it all the way down till the little light comes on and time to get gas.
2: Yeah. That's how I
1: like it. it. It's
2: kind of living on the edge.
1: That's right. Down there were two gallons on a car that gets 18 miles to the gallon. You kind of <laughs> have no choice but to go ahead and fill her up. Mm-mm-mm. So... So that's basically how my week my week pretty much went downhill from there, to be oh
2: I'm sorry
1: I'm well, sorry. yeah, these things happen.
2: you say you had some tech issues yesterday too no problem there I
1: had some had some technical issues, had to redo some stuff good uh, yeah, got it all uh, got it all discombobulated somehow, you know, keep working it, <laughs> keep tweaking it, keep working it, trying to make it perfect, you know because uh. You know, your experience matters to us, listeners. And uh Oh,
0: of course it does.
1: Things got so uh so out of hand that I I finally just deleted it and started over.
2: <coughs> I hate to do that. Speaking of listeners we, we have, have a- several guests yeah, we got several guests in the chat room. Sexy looking crowd.
1: Hell, yeah. And
2: they could actually they could actually participate in the chat room, couldn't they, Jay, if they did a couple they of could. things? They could. And what would that be?
1: Well, if they if they would like to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and register. Remember that it is free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. hmm Their other option is to call us up and participate via the phone lines.
2: Which you can always do on the Hodge Podge Lodge Hotline at 661 244
1: 9852. Hell yeah. And uh, of course, you know who else is in that chat room, don't you, Matt? Ollie. <sighs> the hot maiden of the north wind.
3: Docs,
1: Oh, yeah. Jamie Maple Leaf. Oh yeah.
2: Laying naked in bed in the hammer.
1: That's right. Yeah. Keeping Hamilton, Ontario, Canada warm all by herself. Every every pipe
2: in that city would freeze up if she wasn't there. <laughs>
1: yes,
0: it would.
2: <laughs> She's hotter than huh? the underground. Sp- Springs needs Reykjavik, Iceland. (laughs) I'm glad we're not doing this show on a Saturday night, because I would have never been able to say Rikyavik.
1: No, you wouldn't have. (laughs) She's even hotter than the Boiling Springs in Boiling Springs, Oklahoma.
2: Sure. Or Hot Springs, (laughs) Arkansas.
1: There are hot springs, Arkansas, that's right, where they maintain a comfortable temperature of 116 degrees Fahrenheit in the spa now, city. If
2: Jamie, had been, if Jamie had been around back in the 30s, FDR would have been cured of polio, let me tell you, Jamie, and that's how <laughs> hot this woman is. <laughs>
1: I really don't know. What what oh we'll just let that go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a
2: doctor, I'm just <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Well hey, I tell you what, Matt, there was some drama in the yeah. podcast world this last week or so. You heard about really? this?
2: I don't know. Well, you haven't?
1: No. <laughs> well our friend and colleague. Miss Allison Rosen from the Mm -hmm. Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend podcast, who's Uh also spent the last four years as a part of the Adam Carolla podcast, was Uh unceremoniously fired by Adam Carolla via email while she was (laughs) back home in New York for Christmas. Well, Can you believe what a cowardly little pussy Adam Carolla is? i got to fire her, but I'm going to wait till she flies 3,000 miles away and do it by ear. Sure. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, because,
1: I, because that 5-foot, 1-inch, 98-pound girl might kick my wussy, prissy boy ass. <laughs>
2: hmm
1: and, uh, and people are outraged, Matt. Outraged.
2: Coming- it is. And this coming from a guy who used to host a show called The Man Show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Not the most manly of uh activities there, Adam. Of course, you know anybody who spends all their time, you know, taking shots at women and stuff is going to be a coward anyway. Yeah. He's not a real man. He's not a real man. No. Anyway, uh, it worked out okay for Allison because her show's number one on iTunes now.
0: <laughs> oh, well, there you go.
1: <laughs> and she's free. And of, what was uh, the reasoning?
2: What was the reasoning behind this firing?
1: Well, I, the only thing uh, that uh, uh, well Adam refused to talk to Allison apparently when she tried to talk to him about it and, and get an explanation. Hmm. Again, you know, because he's such a tough guy. He's such a manly man. Anyway, the only thing he said on his show was that uh, that af- he, after a, a, an evaluation period, <laughs> four years, he decided that <laughs> Allison Allison was a good but not great sidekick, and he needs great.
2: <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't the right fit. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. And it's a good good thing that 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 uh, he's the only one that uses the great, you know, need to be great but not good because uh, otherwise, I'd have been gone a long time ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) hi I don't think she, I don't think Adam should want a great sidekick because then maybe he'd be out the door.
1: Oh, I think it might be the problem. I think he probably had trouble, problems with her success, you know, because she did her own podcast in addition to working on his and she's got all these great guests and big name people like Patton Oswald and Mark Maron and other people I never heard of. But anyway, no, she had all these famous people coming on her show and it was real popular and she had you know sponsors and you know I think he Why I haven't... think he was just struggling. I think he I think he like mo I think he has a problem with strong. Women. I think that's Mm -hmm. probably it. Well, we know. Or
2: funny people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The people who expose him. Why haven't we been on her show? Well, I don't know. Why hasn't she been on our show?
2: Uh, Either way, I'm kind of outraged. (laughs) So here's to Adam Carolla for firing her. (laughs)
0: yeah
1: yeah anyway, so there's that yeah but uh and uh so i uh you know, just in case this becomes a trend matt i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be more of a great instead of just good sidekick
2: just you know. I'll try to do the same
1: so so I don't get so I don't get Lest, moved out
2: <laughs> Lest we both get fired
1: <laughs> that's right, <laughs> hey,
2: it's i w s radio with Ted and Bob. What? <laughs> what? When this happen?
1: Uh huh. swip has been trying to fire us for four years, at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's been
2: trying to fire the entire show. Just go away. Uh-huh. Go
1: away. So, uh, anything? Uh, anything big happen this week, Matt?
2: Yeah, it's cold at the beer mine. see. Oh yeah. shit! I got engaged, Jay. Man. What?
1: Yes. For real. Oh. Yeah. Well to whom did you get engaged?
2: <laughs> the aforementioned schmoop.
1: Oh well yeah. that does come as a bit of a surprise.
2: <laughs> yeah, doesn't it though?
3: <laughs>
1: All right, well, have you guys set a date? You started, uh you contacted the the preacher down at the church? <laughs> no, well, there's we're not going to be a
2: preacher. There's going to be a bureaucrat behind a window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, no pre-marriage counseling or anything like that?
2: Eh, we've already had 14 years of that, Jay, man. Fourteen uh, okay. years of pre marriage counseling, and in spite of the results it's given us, we're going ahead with it anyway.
1: we <laughs> are throwing out the results and going forward with the with the plan that's right <clears throat> excellent so but anyway, have you guys have you guys kind of started looking at dates? yeah, yeah
2: we thought Arbor Day would be nice.
1: Our, yeah, yeah, not cool. bad
2: Flag day Flag days in June We both like flags
1: Sure You can fly mm-hmm. your freak flags during the ceremony
2: Yeah And in between now and then We'll probably see a lot of red flags But we'll continue right. on <laughs> we'll
1: <salary. laughs> You've learned to ignore them
2: uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> We both like the <throat> month of September For some reason that's a good really? month, you know?
1: September is nice. It's a great nice. September to remember. Absolutely. It could be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: then we oh, we already Day. got our vow.
2: is in September? What,
1: yeah, Labor Day. Okay. Could you be the 4th of July, maybe a little Lee Greenwood action?
2: Oh, that would be beautiful. That would be. But uh, you, you know say you got
1: your vowels, your vows picked
2: out? Oh sure. When um when the uh person down at the courthouse, you know, if they do say this, I don't know, I've never been to a courthouse wedding. Do you Mr. Mahoney? Take Schmoop to be your lawful wedded wife, I'll say, sure. <laughs> and then Schmoop's <laughs> got hers picked out. So, Schmoop, do you take Mr. Mahoney to be your lawful wedded husband? She's going to say, whatever.
1: So <laughs> there you go. We
2: got that. Down. There you go.
1: That's, that's true love right there. Yeah, I know. Absolutely.
2: And to, uh, Tuesday, J-Man. Tuesday, we're going to go out and get her a little engagement ring.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, you do mean little, don't you?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a thirty-five dollar gift card from, from Myers from uh, one of my sisters for Christmas. We're gonna spend almost all of that.
1: <laughs> He's gonna get a, a wedding ring, lunch, and a big pretzel at the mall. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she's
2: uh, she's gonna buy me a new earring, so it'd be like an engagement
1: hearing. Really? People still do that, huh? Yeah,
2: evidently Schmoop yeah. is stuck in, We're doing this stuck up in fancy. the eighties. fancy like. Yeah, okay,
1: that's, that's great. That's great. Well, well, like I told you on uh, on Twitter the other day, I, I do hope that you get uh, you get married at the beer mine while it's open, because I just think it'd be wonderful <laughs> if you just kept telling the <laughs> if you just kept telling the bureaucrat and Schmoop Hold on, let me get this, you know. And uh huh. <laughs> and they say, "What's going on?" Oh, well, I'm getting so- married. What do you What do you need? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> had more than a handful of Bagwinians come through the drive thru telling me not to do it this week. They had heard the news. It spread like wildfire here in Bagwin. I'm J. sure
4: Bale. it did. I'm sure
1: it did
2: over the over the pages of Facebook.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, and the society pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, if we do have, you know, if we do have a little party reception afterwards, uh, we've already got the band picked out that we want to play at our reception. We're going to try to bring back together Kajagoo.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy,
1: what a good time that'll be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could just see the uh, maybe uh, set up a, a taco bar. Sure. Oh God, the good idea, good call. And then, uh, like I told you earlier they, uh, this week,
2: you should be a wedding planner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little taco bar and a uh, wild iris rose punch bowl sitting there at the end of it.
2: He's really a, awesome a photographer.
1: Oh, really? Who's that?
2: Yeah, drive by, drive by Mikey.
1: He'll of do course. it free. He's an excellent photographer, and he's pretty good. Yeah, good. that's great. The hardest part about having the uh, uh, a reception would be convincing Schmoop to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's not a
1: fan of crowds. No, she's not. She's not. (laughs) there would be some people there she doesn't know. Not a fan of that either. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) Well, anyway, well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Getting married, that's exciting. Big wedding day. You'll have your wedding and your reception, and then it'll be time to...
2: to make a go to bed. make a frozen pizza
1: and then go to bed, yeah, yeah, assuming you can get uh you can get anybody at the at the beer mine to uh switch days with you or cover for you for a little while, yeah yeah long enough it's always <laughs> get beer mine Beth to you know cover for you for an hour while you run downtown.
2: I'll tell you what, it wasn't an easy engagement, J-Man. This all went down last <laughs> Thursday. Yeah? I kept asking her. She kept saying no. She kept saying no. And I finally said, come on. We're doing a hodgepodge lodge show. We really don't have a lot to talk about. Could you just uh-huh. say yes so we can, you know, have something to talk about?
1: Sure.
2: And she said, okay but only if I get to ask you. See, there's a power struggle in uh, the back line Jade,
1: And you lost it immediately. <laughs>
2: I lost it. Well, I may as well lose it now, lose it later anyway. So so, so uh-huh. technically, Shmoop asked me, and I acquiesced.
1: Yeah, we know who wears the pants in that, digs
2: because I rarely wear pants. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I tell you, somebody else is excited about it. Really? Somebody's very excited. The old Reverend Moneymaker. The Reverend Moneymaker, he's into this kind of stuff. It excites really? him when people get married. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, he's all about it. And he's he's excited for you guys. He's drunk, but he's a little excited. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Hello again, friends and frenemies. Reverend Moneymaker here for Better Know Your Bible on IWS Radio. It's a glorious week for the IWS family. Mattman and Schmoop have finally decided to stop mocking the Lord by living in sin and are going to get married. We are all so excited to hear this and so is the Lord. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 tells us, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or, or Or boast it is not arrogant or, or rude; it does it, it, <clears throat> it does not insist on its own way, it is not irritable or resentful, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing <clears throat> but rejoices with, with the truth, love bears all things. Believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Whew. I had to endure that. That was long. Anyway, it's it's great to see young love, or or in Matt and Smoop's case, old love. <laughs> You're just kidding. Can't I? can I? Can't I? Can't uh, you know? I see people announce their pending nuptials, and uh, I preside over a wedding, and sometimes it makes me think of Loretta Lynn Callahan. Could have been. The memories are painful, and they uh, they can't be put away forever. You know, they they come back and they. They gnaw at me. And they nag at me. And they beat me down. It doesn't always last too long. But this time, I looked Loretta up on Facebook. And I saw some of her pictures. And damn, that 46-year-old woman got the ass of a 26-year-old. It's perfect. You know, Proverbs 19.14 reminds us, House and wealth are inherited from fathers. Not by me. I don't know what they're talking about here. Anyway, but a prudent wife is from the
5: Lord.
1: Hmm. I don't know if that really applies. We'll skip that. Okay. 1 John 4, 7 reminds us, a lot of reminding tonight. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever has been born of God and knows God. Right. Love is a beautiful thing and seeing one man and one woman who are truly and deeply in love and are not marrying for money or power or because they have to, if you know what I mean, or to defraud their employers uh, 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 of health care benefits it is, is really a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm I'm so happy. Oh and schmoop 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 Hey Schmoop just remember Colossians three eighteen says wives submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord <laughs> Just say <saying>. it <sighs> Well anyway For IWS Radio, this has been the the Reverend Moneymaker. God bless.
0: Hi, this is Jesse Ferg, and when I'm not yelling penis in a crowded church, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid. Was that over the line?
5: No, I didn't think so.
1: That's right. Wives, submit gracefully to your husbands. Darn right. Says so in the Bible. Mike Huckabee says so also. So that's it. It's all the proof you need.
2: I think I'm going to get a poster made of that quote and hang it on the
0: wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The big cross above it. Yeah. And, uh, put a little uh, a little platform on the bottom of it so you're you can put your plastic Jesus right there too.
2: Sure. <laughs> oh Reverend Moneymaker. Sound like he was back into the sacramental wine again.
1: Yeah, he was uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got a little seasonal affective disorder. A little uh, sadness going on.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Well hey, I tell good. you what else happened. I, I tell you what else happened to me this week, Matt. Oh what? Well, I uh I sent I sent a couple of I W S mugs out. Uh-huh. A couple of people. What deserving mm-hmm. people. And uh they've already gotten theirs. I'm just really? you know, throwing it out there. I don't know yeah. if uh, I don't know, if you've made yeah. much progress on the mugs no,
2: I have. I've been,
1: been, been kind of busy with yeah.
2: wedding plans and cold weather. Right,
1: right, right, right. Understand. See,
2: those mugs don't travel so, well in the cold weather.
1: Chance well, of it turns, is apparently the not.
2: House. Apparently <laughs> yeah, not. Uh,
1: the one I sent to Cracker, the uh, old Cracker, broke. <laughs> I don't know, I understand how it broke. It's very weird. A little hole in the bottom of it. In the bottom. Yeah, I think it's What's defect- up with that? Yeah, well, defective mug, no cracks anywhere, just a little hole there.
2: Nope. Yeah, and I sent a no, message to Custom Inc. about that. I haven't heard back from them, of course.
1: Yeah. yeah like I filed I a claim. With the- from- yep. UPS. Yeah, I I, I yep. filed a claim with the post office, hoping to be uh, refunded my shipping uh, yep. costs plus a little extra for pain and suffering, of course. Well, sure. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and send Cracker another mug. I want her to have one she can drink out of.
2: Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay.
1: Oddly you enough, know, that was the one that broken only... broken
2: hand at least with a broken handle, you can still use it as a mug.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Good she Lord. She's going to use it to hold... She's going to put change in it. <laughs> in a broken one. Well, anyway, so actually, Jamie, uh, that one only had to go thirty miles. The one I sent Jaded. all the way out to California, though, hey. it arrived uh-huh. in pristine condition for the lovely and That's talented Miss Jo Sequest.
0: Yeah, you're doing. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. She's probably already had some warm coffee out of that night. Mm. Drink a little coffee, and just started feeling all warm all over. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, drinking coffee or hot chocolate out of the IWS mug, it's a little warmer, a little more comforting, a little tastier. It gives you just well, a little bit more pep. It's scientifically proven. I read it on the sure. Internet. It must be true. Yeah. That's right. So at least Joe got her mug in in in, in one piece, so I'm gonna send cracker another one, and I'm gonna send one out to uh the lovely the talented my b f f miss warrior cat
2: excellent, and our plan mm-hmm. is j man and by that, I mean our plan because I have to talk to talk as a as a couple now, you know. Our plan right. here,
0: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Tuesday, <clears throat> the box store is on the way to Myers, where we'll be picking up Schmoop's engagement ring. There you go. So we're going to get the boxes on Tuesday, go get a ring,
1: and hopefully,
2: barring some more unseen procrastination on my part, <laughs> the lovely Miss Jamie. And the lovely Miss Maple Leaf. Or uh Tamra. will be getting their shipped out the door on Thursday.
1: All right. We'll see about that. I mean all right. Yeah, That's we cool. will. <clears throat> all right. yeah,
2: as soon as the well, show's over what? I'll be making up, I'll be making up excuses as to why I couldn't get to it. <laughs>
1: Pre-made excuses. You want to get those in advance?
2: Yeah. you're get- giving me grief.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, speaking of the box store, that's where yeah. I went uh, bright and early on Monday morning after
2: getting mm-hmm. gas
1: in Carmella. Right. I went down there to the old ship-and-go store here <laughs> in Redneckville, and uh, I pulled up right in front. And the first thing I noticed is that, you know, they had uh, their door, glass doors were covered on the inside with that brown shipping paper. Oh. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people would, would look at that and, you know, would give it would give them pause, but not me. I just walked right in. And I walk sure. in, I'm standing there, and some woman comes running up from the back and she says, uh, yes. And I said, well, I need <laughs> a couple of boxes. And she says, we're closed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that what the paper on the door is about? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And not only that, but there was also a note on the door. Really? <laughs> I went back and looked at it. Well, I'll be damned. Well, the note on the door said that they were closed New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And then it said it would also be closed Monday and Tuesday for inventory. But I didn't go past New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, because the rest of it I didn't really care about so much. Right. It was a long note. Why didn't they just and lock I, the door? Well, that was the her point. She thought the door was locked, and she uh, was quite surprised oh, that I just wandered right in. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, because I was there, and you know things were really kind of yeah. awkward, she uh, she asked what what I needed, and I told her I just needed two small boxes I can ship uh, coffee mugs in, and she says, "Oh, we can go ahead and do that for you." And so she gave me two little boxes, a dollar each. One dollar each two dollars for boxes. Probably should have gotten more since I have to go back now to get boxes for cat. Anyway. So I got my boxes and wrapped everything up. Excellent. I wrapped up Joe's in the uh the Harrison Daily Times. Newspaper. Ooh. Yeah, the the front section and the uh the, the local news section so she could be entertained.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Always a good time.
1: Yeah, Especially can, when you're drinking
2: coffee a, out of an IWS coffee mug.
1: Exactly. It all goes together, see? Uh-huh. You can read about how the uh the Hectivist group Anonymous is targeting Redneckville. Oh. They're coming goodness. after us. They're coming after us Oh man. boy. They've had a they've had enough of our shenanigans there's a there's there's a new billboard in town on the south side of town. It's advertising a white pride radio show of some sort <laughs> uh-huh and that that's the straw that broke the camel's back for anonymous. They're gonna come and they're gonna expose everybody like we don't know everybody's secrets in this little bitty town already
2: <laughs> speaking of being exposed j man a teacher at Shawnee High School here in the Bagwine area. She resigned the other day because it seems a picture of her was circulating around <coughs> students and faculty of her sitting in her English classroom with a breast
1: exposed. Oh, my. Eh. Not a oh. breast.
2: The worst thing about this story is I haven't been able to find the picture.
1: <laughs> Let me make a note of this here. Sunny High School. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. I might be able to track it down for you.
2: <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. And in related uh-huh. news. Not only because it's a high school, but because the high school's name is Tecumseh,
0: <laughs> oddly <laughs> enough,
2: just outside of uh, Bagwine. Uh, the superintendent there is on paid administrative leave because it seems that
0: 100 days or so <laughs> while
2: he was on the clock, he was actually at a casino. <laughs> oh. So. Huh. And forging mileage and
1: expenses. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that he was the photographer. (laughs) Oh,
2: that would be... Well, maybe he is. The investigation isn't over.
1: Yeah, maybe she was at the casino with him some of those days. Could be. Maybe she was pulling his lever on his slot machine. You know what I'm saying? That's (laughs) right. Playing the old
2: one-eyed jack.
1: Uh, uh, speaking of like Harper Valley
2: PTA up here
1: it is it is is. wish I had her for a high school teacher yeah (laughs) yeah which reminds me of the uh, speaking of Shawnee, Shawnee Mission Kansas four Mm -hmm. guys uh, tried to rob a gun store while well, it was, you know, in broad daylight, and uh, you can imagine how it all turned out. Three of the four were <laughs> shot. The owner of the, one of the owners of the sewer, was, uh, she's a pistol gunshot in suburban Kansas City there. And I was, mm-hmm. on Twitter, I was asking, who the hell, you know, what mem- what Menza members get together and try to rob a gun store? Like, you know, be surprised. Oh, my God, he's got a gun. (laughs) That's a gun store. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, before they went in, one of those guys says, hold my beer. Watch this. (laughs) Hold my beer. (laughs) So anyway, they had a big old gunfight at the OK Corral type uh, shootout at she's a pistol.
2: And speaking of gunshots, big violence in France this week.
1: Terrible. Yeah. Awesome. At, uh, at uh, the uh, satirical magazine uh, Charlie Hebdo. I don't know how you really pronounce it. Charlie. No,
2: that was Hebdo? right. Yeah Hebdo. Huh?
1: Hebdo. yeah, Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> Charlie Hebdo. Yeah, anyway, they uh they've been uh they, they uh, little uh, terrorist cell decided to take action after they've mm-hmm. been doing cartoons about the Prophet Muhammad over the years.
2: Yeah.
1: Hurting yeah. their fee- feelings.
2: Feelings. Hell they firebombed yeah. them before. Not the same thing. Yeah, they have that often. But they continued to put out the work.
1: That's right, because they were committed to freedom of expression and uh, freedom of the press and all that. And uh, so now uh, there were, I believe, eight members of the staff were killed and four other individuals killed in the the attack and a few others wounded. And uh, they are our persons of the week we're honoring them this week for their yes their dedication are. over at
2: IWSradio.com.
1: that's right picture of uh charb the editor in chief there mm-hmm. standing in the in the <coughs> newsroom holding up a, one of the issues it's got a, a a jew pushing an arab in a wheelchair <laughs> On the cover given the old Solidarity fist Symbol there So There's a funny story I saw this morning Really? Oh, go ahead No, go ahead
2: Well, no, I was just I was just
1: gonna
2: (laughs) You
4: go ahead
1: A funny story I saw this morning A former cartoonist Who worked there Did a cartoon Where he was making fun of Former French President Nicolas Sarkozy uh, mm-hmm. um, converting to Judaism, and it was mm-hmm. the cartoon was that oh sure if he converts he will suddenly become a, a successful and productive person, implying that he had <laughs> never been one <laughs> in the past, yeah. and that caused a bit of an uproar. And he was asked if he would consider apologizing, and he said, "I would rather cut my balls off."
2: See, that's the kind of people we like.
1: (laughs) That's right. Stood his ground. He ended up leaving.
2: Uh,
1: I think he might have. You know, France does have blasphemy laws. They just don't affect, they they don't apply to uh, anti Islam stuff, oddly enough.
2: (laughs) You know someone who doesn't have any blasphemy laws, J-Man?
1: IWS Radio.
2: That and this guy
4: Hello My name is Jesse Ferg My name is Jesse Ferg And I'm
3: in the chat room Everybody there mm.
1: Hey, Matt.
4: Hey, Jay.
1: Do you know why jihadists only drink instant coffee? Why is that? Because they don't like the French press
2: Hi-oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, yeah well. <laughs> you know what was nearly as awful As the massacre that took place J-Man Over in Paris What Well MSNBC sent Chris Chris Hayes over there to cover it
5: And he filed this report People
2: are angry man They're really angry
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty uh-huh. sad uh-huh. Well I'm glad that you know all of the American news media put people on uh, <laughs> on Air France first class and sent them to Paris so they could stay in five star hotels and report uh-huh. on this terrible tragedy. This is nothing. Nothing going on here to talk about. Nothing going on in their home country. No, uh, no NAACP offices being firebombed in Colorado. Stuff like that not happening. So, anyway, nice and peaceful country we have here. Mm -hmm. So that Rupert Murdoch believes that maybe all Muslims should be held responsible, that they're all going to have to answer to this. You know, that's the funny thing. Every time something like this happens, you get this flood of, of uh, of imams and clerics doing op-ed pieces, condemning it and saying that, you know, it's not really Islam isn't about that. And they go on TV and they get others that go on TV and they condemn it. And then like two days later, Bill O'Reilly and Sean Hannity say, you know, not a single Muslim has has condemned this.
2: Yep. (laughs) I watched an entire interview with a guy from CARE, you know, Center for American Islamic Relations. I watched it on Al Jazeera last night, J-Man.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> well, he was quite articulate, and he was very much saying was he this is bullshit. He was very clean. He was very clean. Well-groomed, nice-looking guy. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Non-threatening.
2: Non-threatening, not at all, yeah. <clears throat> That's good. You know who else had a bad week this week, j Other than Ooh. the nation of France.
0: <laughs>
2: this guy who didn't take my advice. This guy who Uh-oh. said, I, I told him one time long ago, because we're friends and colleagues, of course. You can ask this question privately, but never ask it on national television.
0: Are you prepared tonight to say that you've never had an extramarital affair? <laughs>
1: See, you
2: never want
0: to
1: do that, Jay, Man, <laughs> no. You know it is. It's important that you never set yourself up like that. Even uh, if you are one of the great uh, interviewers in the history of sixty minutes and uh, television <laughs> and journalism, Mr. Steve Croft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve Craft. Steve Croft. Croft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that yeah.
2: was from a 60 Minutes interview back in 1992 with Bill and Hillary.
4: Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's
1: you a know, little... You know, take uh... him
2: aside. Get him off the record. Don't do it on national right. television.
1: Right. <laughs> Just in case. Someday Just somebody in case. Has to ask you the same question.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, because over the years, then you get a little tired of the same old cooking and eat at the same, <laughs> same restaurant every night. And yeah, then you go out it gets
2: and a little boring.
1: Find some uh, ethnic cuisine. <laughs>
2: sure. You know, I don't think you should. Uh, I don't think you should be talking like that when I just recently got engaged, J Man. It's kinda uh, putting well, doubts uh, in my mind. Little shadows <laughs> in my head. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, well. I'm
0: sure
1: well, I'll that, tell you uh, what, j Man. I'm sure that Jim sorry, Nance will be there to Jim Nance will <laughs> be there to comfort his Brandon Colleague at CBS. Yeah. Help him yeah. through the hard times.
2: Oh yeah. Rudy Giuliani.
1: Sure. Newt
2: Gingrich. Newt Ging- Gingrich.
1: Senator Vitter. Ask him if he ever wore <laughs> a diaper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man, we're near the top of the hour, and this news is getting a little depressing, and we're here for a winter retreat at Podge Lodge, you know. We are. Outside of, yeah. Uh, let's kick things off. Let's get this party started with a little buddy acapella.
5: You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. In the Chippewa Forest.
4: Way up north, Jay and Matt are sitting on the front porch at the Hodgepodge Lodge. They're broadcasting live, yucking it up beneath the Minnesota sky. Not far from Bemidji, walk, yeah. walk, yeah. Not far from Bemidji, yeah. Clothing is optional, nakedness abounds, but guard your naughty bits because there's gophers around. At the Hodgepodge Lodge, the fun never ends, you can even smell the good times in the kitschy lake winds. Not far from Bemidji, yeah. yeah. not far from Bemidji, yeah, hey. so how? Uh, in your car, be it a Honda Ford or Dodge, and meet us for the party up at Hodgepodge Lodge, not far from Bemidji. Wah, wah, not far from Bemidji. Wah, hey!
5: Okay, that sounded pretty good. Why don't you come in and take a listen?
2: Okay. Huh. Yes, it did, and the phone lines are open on the Hodgepodge line. Hodgepodge Lodge hotline at 661-244-9852. 6, 6, 4, 4,
1: yeah, and hopefully BTR is working properly because the little blue thing never came up when I clicked it this morning. But we'll yes. see. And I clicked yeah. one. But, well, we'll see how it all goes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get flooded with phone calls here soon enough. As the Packers and Cowboys set to take the field in cold. The frozen tundra of Lambeau Field.
2: Lambeau Field. I wonder how many times Chris Berman has said that today. (laughs) Oh, boy. That'd be a good drinking game.
1: (sighs) They're doing the anthem. Big-ass flag being unfurled. And unfurled. Sure. Right.
2: You know what would have been cool? They could have unfurled the French flag. That would have been a nice flag.
1: Yeah, fun. I sure could have done the French anthem, just kind of in solidarity with them. Because I've got something lined up. In fact, let's just go ahead and do it, because I've got something lined up to, uh, really? you know, in in solidarity with the French. Viva la France. So why don't we do our yeah. bad song of the week? <laughs> oh, God.
2: Well, hold on. <laughs> I don't know. Let me let me wake Buddy back up.
0: <laughs>
4: the music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst Song for the week. Hey! Yeah, I...
1: Uh, I specifically wanted to, uh, to you know, stand with France and and, and uh, sure. let them know I was thinking about them this week. And I was I was doing a little search, and I I found this song that comes from way back in the '80s, I believe, in mm-hmm. 1984, maybe. And it's uh, Serge uh, Gainsbourg and his 13 year old daughter, Serge Gainsbourg. And his 13-year-old daughter, Charlotte, (laughs) singing Lemon Incest. creepy at all, is it? No. Here's I'm the thing, it, and it you know, may be too I'm surprised s- Billy Ray and Miley didn't do a cover of that
2: song. <laughs> this may be too soon, but it has to be said. Maybe that that song was what set the terrorists off, because I can see
1: that happen. <laughs> it could be, and I think we could all, you know, maybe be a little more understanding of that, couldn't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. (laughs) I wonder if uh, I got one for you, John. John, I wonder if John Phillips played that song while he and Mackenzie were, you know. Oh
2: my god. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hell we'll have to look into that. Maybe he wrote it we just don't know.
1: Maybe so. And congratulations to, to Charlotte Gainsbourg for growing up to become a, a movie star and starring the movie Nymphomaniac. Not saying there's a connection. <laughs> I'm just saying it happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, I got one for you, did so you What
2: have you got for us, Matt? Well, I was thinking, you know, what the... With the impending wedding and all that. I was thinking if Schmoop's dad was alive, which he isn't. But if he were <laughs> and he came to our wedding, which he wouldn't, this would be a nice song, a little daddy daughter dance. Just for Schmoop <laughs> and <laughs> Father.
1: Keeping the theme keeping the theme going. <laughs>
2: This would be nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> top ten hit from
2: 1996 by one Mister <laughs> Bob Carlyle.
1: Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, the Lemon Incest was a hit. Was a a top hit in a uh, top three or four hit in France too. So yeah. I mean, we're not we're not just going with you know obscure bad songs. We're going with. Hey. <laughs> Big, popular money-making bad songs.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: All right. But you know, we I doubled had up the on live bad songs this week, Matt. Oh, go no, go ahead. No, I did. I saw that. I did too. Yeah. So the live studio audience was uh, cringing a little.
2: See? <laughs> and chuckling at the same time. Yeah. It was a chuckle cringe. <laughs> it was a cruckle It was a cruckle
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I don't on that Well I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to bring myself To play that song But you know it just seemed right At the at the moment there <laughs> So my other bad song of the week Where song Is a more traditional bad song That I know we all loved back in the day And we all sang it And probably bought okay. the, the little 45 When it came out uh-huh. Matt, I'm sure this is going to bring back some memories for you.
0: Okay.
3: Spring was never waiting for us, good. It ran one step ahead as we followed in. Pages, and were pressed in love, but even iron Like a striped a pair of pants MacArthur's park is melting through the dark All the sweet green icing flowing
0: down Someone left the cake
3: out in the rain So long
1: to bake it and I'll never have that recipe again. Oh no. <laughs> you have set great... uh oh. Uh oh. The late great <laughs> Richard Harris with uh-huh. MacArthur Park. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got on somebody's bad side with that. It, did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> did somebody not, not categorize that as a bad song?
2: No, someone doesn't. I don't either. If you pick the right version, that wasn't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't really <laughs> listen to the lyrics. Listen to the words. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll tell you what, J-Man. in the rain.
2: Yeah, that always cracked me up as well. Now, if you hear, if you hear Maynard Ferguson do it with a horn section,
1: huh? it's
2: freaking awesome.
1: Oh, well, spice it up a bit.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what. In order to try to smooth things over, J-Man. Okay. I'll play a song that perhaps Schmoop and I should dance to. As our wedding song.
3: (laughs) You ask me if I love you And I choke on my reply I'd rather hurt you honestly Than mislead you with a lie And who am I to judge you On what you say I'm only just beginning To see the real you Sometimes when we touch The honesty is too
0: much And I have
3: to close my eyes And hide I want to hold you till I die so we both break down and cry I want to hold you Till the fear in me subsides
5: Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous.
1: My goodness. I might... I might have put that on the mixtape for a girl one time.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I don't
1: know why it didn't work out.
2: <laughs> Here's what I like about the song. You ask me if I love you. I choke on my reply. I'd rather hurt you honestly. So he's saying, no, I don't love you.
1: But that's not what he meant to say. Uh-huh. Or is it? I don't it's know. Also I don't know
2: about that. And then he talks about finding a lover and a brother and a sister. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a creepy song.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, mark down uh, Jesse Ferg as another fan of MacArthur Park. My goodness. See? I'm just surrounded by people See? with bad taste today. It is unbelievable. I'll make sure I
2: send you a... <laughs> good version of it after the show. And yeah. oh I'll tell you what, it's not it, it's not I said Maynard Ferguson, the best version ever by Stan Kenton. I'll send that one to Stan Kenton. That thing rocked.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. I bet it did. And
2: you'll agree when you when you hear the people singing, they don't sing too much. Oh yeah, they're horrid. But the music
1: is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. Well, that's all that matters. All right. So we got our bad music on this week. It's always a fun time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's always fun doing the old searches for bad music, sitting there, listening to songs, going, I don't know if I can get anything worse than this and then think of something else. Oh, wait.
2: (laughs) The worst thing about it, just like... looking for sexy pictures. It's a wormhole, J-Man.
1: It is. It is. You can fall down the uh, YouTube bad music <laughs> wormhole pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, get on the computer about 7.45 at night, looking for one bad song. Next thing you know, it's <laughs> 10 after 12. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what, Matt, you know, winter time. Cold weather, the snow, the ice—it's uh, mm-hmm. it, tough for some people. People have a difficult time dealing with it. <clears throat> they get yeah. upset. Yeah. Start throwing fits. They need to. They need to calm down. Oh, boy. Not worry so much. <laughs> and here to maybe help them do Maybe meditate a little. Maybe do a little, meditation. A little so meditation. Here to help them. With their winter meditation, is our. Our correspondent, Martin, the Meditation Man. Welcome once again, listeners. This is Martin from Martin's Mufflers and Meditation Emporium on the bypass in Redneckville, Arkansas. Thank you for being here today. It's a cold one, isn't it? Oh, the dog days of winter. Cold, gray, gloomy days, misty, rainy, a little ice here and there, maybe some snow. It's not a a pleasant experience. It gets a little old, very quickly. I hear sirens. I hope that wasn't an accident on the bypass. Somebody hit a patch of ice, spun out, lost control, forgot to turn into the spin so today let's let's do a little meditation here let's do something that'll make us feel a little better about winter and about the cold weather. Let's go to our happy place. It helps us stay calm and cool collected okay so let's let's just get into our favorite positions. You can sit you can stand you can lie down. I know it's cold but If you want to take your pants off, feel free. There's no judging here. Okay. Now we're going to just concentrate on our breathing. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. One more time. Yeah, it helps, doesn't it? That really settles you down immediately. Okay, let's close our eyes. And let's drift off. To our happy place. It's still winter. We can't do anything about that. But but it's a little different. How is it different? Well, it's snowing, but the sun is shining. Oh, look. You don't have to wear layers, either. Some people are just wearing long-sleeved shirts, a hoodie, maybe a windbreaker. They're comfortable. Got a pair of shoes with a good tread on them, but the sidewalks, the parking lot, and the roads are all, are all clear. Snow was piling up everywhere else. So now you walk into the parking lot and wow, the the snow is just sliding right off your car and it hits the, the magic parking lot and it disappears. Isn't this beautiful? There's nothing to bother you. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's all just beautiful, serene. Winter, snow, clear roads, clear cars. You're comfortable. Oh, look! Here's Kate Upton. She's wearing a bikini. Isn't that wonderful? She can wear a bikini in the winter now. She already could, but now she can without risking any damage to anything important. Oh, this is beautiful. And now you just can get in your car and you can drive. You can go to work. You can go to the store. You can just, you know, even if you don't need to, you can get out and drive around. It's wonderful. this is the way winter should be, and it's the way winter could be if you keep the right attitude. okay, let's go ahead and wake up now, and we'll get back to reality and The reality is that we do have to be careful out there but but we're a little calmer, a little more focused. We see the world a little differently now. When you get into that car, and the heat is blasting away and You're scraping on the windshield instead of muttering to yourself how much you hate winter. Just think about going to your happy place. For IWS Radio, this has been Meditations by Martin. Have a great day.
3: Hi there. Jamie Maple Leaf here. And when I'm not out and about in the hammer, I'm at home in bed. Listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network.
1: All right. That ought to settle everybody down nicely.
2: I feel better.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's Think the thing. That,
2: Jamie, was... Yeah. Here's the thing. When you told me that uh, Martin just popped up this morning, yeah. On Twitter? I, I thought that was great because yesterday at IWSradio.com, Martin's mentor, um, Friedrich Bismarck, was on our website. Uh-huh. He, he's a motivational speaker, life coach, all around meditation kind of guy. He said this back in
6: 1977
2: You're going to get it.
3: What's it? That's what you get. How will I know when I've gotten it?
6: You'll know.
0: Suppose I know that I haven't.
3: That's how you know you have. How? You choose what you get. When will you assholes learn that? If it happened, you chose it. When are we going to get a break? When you get it. You're a fascist. That's what you are, a fascist. Your name isn't even Friedrich. It's Irving. Thank you. I acknowledge that. Rose.
0: I want to share something.
3: I just peed in my pants. And it feels good. Now we're going to do something else. Just relax. Close your eyes. Keep them closed. And just... re. I want you to think of the very first time you were ever happy. Very first time.
2: The late great average Burt Convy
3: <laughs>
0: as Friedrich Bismarck
2: in the 1977 movie Semi-Tough. Yeah. Martin's mentor.
1: <laughs> Incredibly average Burt. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's what we yeah. all need to do. That's right. Hey, I got my hair cut this week, Matt. I'm down there At oh, the barbershop. You, I yeah. did. I did. The uh, chick cut my hair out. Come out all right? It was, it, she did a great job. She did a great job. Nice girl. It's Sweet. hard to measure
2: her hair Pretty. up because it's so perfect.
1: It's pretty fantastic. <clears throat> and uh I, turned I got the uh the tall ch- the you know she's kind of tall real skinny. You probably wouldn't like her, but anyway, she's really nice. And uh <laughs> and she Are you saying I she like fat chicks
4: hair. because my bride <laughs> be Might take as umbridge to that
1: <laughs> Just just joking. You 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 tend to make fun of, you know, really skinny chicks sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Anyway, it was, it was, I was being iconic there. (laughs) Of course you were. (laughs) So, anyway, you know, when she cuts my hair, she, she kind of presses her pelvic region region into my shoulder. It's a little weird, but Mm -hmm. if she likes it, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, oh, just, you know, go ahead and enjoy. Anyway. Yeah, it'd be rude to stop her. Right. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's two other, um, Barbarettes in there, cutting hair. And uh-huh. they, and then there were like two or three people waiting. And this guy comes in to talk to one of the other uh, Barbarettes. And he's checking on her because she hurt her back and had some kind of accident. And he was coming in to oh. check on her, see how she's doing. And it was very nice of him to ask and check on her. Mm-hmm. And he told her that he and his wife were, were praying for her, you know, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she then tells him, oh, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at church Sunday. I'm, I've decided to come to church Sunday. I'm going to bring the baby. She had a 15-month-old baby. And when she mm-hmm. told him that, the other Barbarette, the one who owns the place, and the dude whose mm-hmm. hair she was cutting, and the other dude who was getting his hair cut, and the guys sitting over there on the uh, chairs all did this. But the girl cutting my hair rolled her eyes. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> so.
1: Anyway, you know, when she's cutting my hair, she hums. And I was trying to figure out what she hums, but now she may well be humming uh, sometimes when we touch the feelings too much. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> anyway although i am not either surprised that or that she love has that
2: kind of, either that or love plus one <laughs> by haircut one hundred
1: <laughs> maybe we'll so. Have to bring maybe that so.
2: up sometime
1: excellent, excellent. <clears throat> yeah anyway, she uh, I'm not surprised that she rolls her eyes because she's also a yoga instructor, and we know that they're all a bunch of heathens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bunch of wiccans uh, yeah. and or atheists. That's
1: right. That's right. That's why we got to stop them from doing uh, yoga in in the schools. It'll turn them into atheists, hippies. That's
2: right.
1: It comes. But home. we do
2: have a yoga room at Hodgepodge Lodge.
1: Damn right, we do. Kids come home and tell mom and dad, you know, Hey, we're gonna do yoga during PE tomorrow, mom and dad are No out.
3: God, please, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> yoga leads to lesbianism.
0: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs>
2: I mean, even <laughs> if you're a guy, I've heard that. <laughs>
1: Well then we should all be doing more yoga, we should especially especially all the uh the beautiful intelligent brilliant ladies at uh, fox news m s n b c oh, yeah. should get together <clears throat> the two networks and do some yoga together.
2: <laughs> they could have a yoga thon
1: they could maybe rachel maddow could uh be the the instructor.
2: <laughs> I could do without
1: her.
2: <laughs> maybe Casey. Speaking Hunt. of which, did you? See,
1: <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> did you see that? Uh, did you see the that video that Ellen, the home video Ellen took of Portia exercising?
2: No, I heard about it. I did not see it. Yeah,
1: she got a little video of her from behind exercising to old mm-hmm. Jane Fonda. Workout tapes, in case anybody was wondering who plays the role of the husband and who plays the role of the wife in that arrangement. (laughs) See, we're not that different, Ellen, you and me. (laughs) We're both ass men.
0: (laughs) You
2: know, Road, <laughs> Well, <laughs>
1: you know, we, it's just, you know, we don't, it's just wherever uh, the wind takes us. That's what we're doing this week.
0: <laughs>
2: I to know, but there. we look, yeah, but we need a little civility in our lives. And you oh, know, really,
4: to bring we bring that to- down.
0: Paul Pyatt.
1: Oh. Of course. I thought you were gonna say
4: I'm and, and you will respect my authority. <laughs>
2: well that is yeah, that's that too.
1: <laughs>
2: Paul Pyatt's nearly <clears throat> like Cartman, but
1: We respect Let's Paul Pyatt a little more.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. We honor him. We don't respect him that much, but we honor him. poetry
1: and (laughs) such
5: is Paul (laughs) Piatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you dissenting drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life.
4: That is IWS Radio.
5: Renowned poet and IWS literary editor Paul Piatt here bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Hmm. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by American poet Sandy Carlsberg from his 2014 book, Noshing on egg salad at Caligula's bar mitzvah. Here is (laughs) the trivial emperor. The flag of Kenya flies in black, red, and green. In both Scotland and South Dakota, the third largest cities are named Aberdeen. The earth's record high (laughs) temperature screamed at 134 while the record low temp of negative 136 banged on every Antarctic door. I know every world capital, from Argentina to Zaire. I can name the alcohol content of every brand of beer. Myanmar is the world's seventh largest exporter of rice. Wilt Chamberlain had sex with over 20,000 women. Twenty thousand, one hundred and sixteen, to be precise. Alex Trebek is a Canadian. Sophia Fegara, a Colombian hottie. A flu-stricken Dylan Thomas, once downed, twenty-seven hot toddies. I am the king of trivia. There are no ifs ands, no buts. So to my prowess of minutiae, a round of applause. Please give it up. The Trivial Emperor by Sandy Carlsberg.
1: And for now,
5: as I travel the road less traveled, Paul Pyatt. Heartfelt tidings to you all. Renowned poet Paul Pyatt here. And when I am not recreating life's bubbles and bounties with my words, I listen soulfully to the poignant satire and Smooth comedic stylings of IWS Radio on the BTR network. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a long bumper right there. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, we we got to do another poetry show soon.
2: Of course we do. And a joke show, J-Man.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Much to the chagrin <laughs>
1: uh,
0: uh.
2: of the studio audience. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Paul Pyatt was doing a little beat poetry down in the... Harvey Limbeck stage the other night. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: Hodge like, Hodge live. yeah, that was that was that was a really good uh, poem that he did for us this week. It would have been it would have been really good last week too. <laughs> well, it was scheduled well, last week. So. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. that's right. Good point.
2: But we're so full hey, of information new... and frivolity, we never got to it last week.
1: True. That's how jam this new show fo- is. I got a new follower on Twitter, Matt. It's a uh, really? verified account, even. Somebody famous. Really? Who? It's uh, Space Space March. They are finding new directions <laughs> for synth pop. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah.
1: That's something. Glad glad they could join us. We might just (laughs) see if they want to be our uh, weekly in house musical entertainment group. Uh (laughs) Or or we might just, you know, use their songs for another segment. (laughs) That's what we ought to do. Uh, All of these budding singers that that, that, that follow me on Twitter, I ought to just take some of their songs and use them. Song, yeah, way. I've got. I've tell, got a hey, we featured of you this week. <laughs> we featured you this week. Check it out. No retweet it <laughs>
0: without listening.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> and those phone lines are still open at 661 244 9852.
1: Hey, Congress is back in session. That the new Congress I've heard that sworn in this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, they were sworn in, and then everybody said to John Boehner, "said Well, here you go. You know, you guys got the House and the Senate. Maybe you should pass a jobs bill." And he said,
2: "Oh,
0: don't make me do this. Oh, this is too hard."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know that was going to come up at some point in this show? <laughs> I hate it when when you make fun of my congressman, J-Man. Uh, you know I love him.
1: Yeah, I know you do. You'd like to go and have a drink with him. Or six. Or eight. Smoke a few cigarettes.
4: Sure. <laughs>
2: That'd be awesome. That would be fun. Yeah. It'd be something to no, tell. I think it'd be great. Oh, God. What'd you do last week? Quite honestly. Uh, had a couple smokes and a beer with the speaker of the house. What'd you do? See? That would shut them up right away, J-Man. Sure would. They'd say. It sure would. They'd, they'd say, do no,
1: Yeah. huh. Take a little mm-hmm. selfie with the speaker, post it on Facebook, Twitter.
2: Sure orange man and pasty white guy. That would be awesome.
1: (laughs) Both of you with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth holding up a Uh (laughs) a beer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Actually, if you think about it, of the 435 members of the House of Representatives, he's probably the only one you'd like to have a... Beer with,
2: probably so. Unless Bernie Sanders drink. if he drinks,
1: yeah. Well, he's. No, a, I, know, I was just, I was just going with the House, the Senate. There might be a couple of people there. Yeah. Hang out with Rand Paul. He seems like a good
0: guy. Sure.
1: <laughs> you could, you know, uh, sit there with Rand Paul and check out the conspiracy websites.
2: Yeah. Hey, there we go, Jayman. Hey, 937, you're with Stupid.
0: Is this the call you wanted?
2: Yeah, that was the one. You're on a delay. That's because you're in the same room. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Ah.
0: You're lucky I knew how to work the phone.
2: Okay, hang up, because this is really distracting. (laughs)
1: 10-4. I like the echo, though.
2: Could you do a Doomwop <laughs>
1: song for us. <laughs>
2: oh my God, we might be able to do that.
1: <laughs> that would be funny. Now, is that the uh, is that the new phone of the cellular variety?
2: Yeah, and j man, dig it. I told you there's something special about it. Uh huh. Well, see. When it rings in, if you have caller ID, a name shows up and it says Shane Cundiff. And I said, "Smoop, we got to change that. And she said, I agree. And then I went, Now wait a minute.
0: Maybe we <laughs> leave
2: maybe. Shane's n- name on there
0: <laughs>
2: in case I want to leave disgusting and mean messages. On people's machines uh, or members of Congress.
1: Uh-huh. <clears throat> right. Right. Maybe you want to call and we'll somebody think it's up. Some and guy little... named
2: Shane Cundiff.
1: Right. You might want to call somebody up and do a little heavy breathing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> what are you wearing?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Poor old Shane. Have you Googled Shane Cundiff to see if I...
2: No, I haven't. But I'll tell you what, I might try it out on the ex-wife tonight. (laughs) That's
1: because things have been too quiet on that front.
2: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, I didn't even get a thank you for my Christmas presents. You're kidding. I'm not kidding.
1: You, you, You went to the effort to send her an IWS mug, a collectible. No less. I know it's a collectible because when I filed my claim with the post office, I I marked it as a collectible.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent her a Christmas card along with a couple hundred dollars towards the cost of the divorce, which he paid for. Yeah. I gave him some money and... Not a word. Nary a word. Even called him up New getting... Year's Day. Prior prior to getting soused. Wish yeah. him a happy new year. Nothing. Nothing. No visit at the beer mine. No phone call. Nothing.
0: Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. mm. That is That is so sad.
2: Don't make me get serious, (laughs) J-Man. Well.
1: (laughs) So, anyway. Looks like the Cold War has returned. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: I really don't care. I don't even want to tell you what Schmoop said earlier in the week. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's a family show.
2: Yeah, it is a family show. <clears throat> so there you go, There's, so, there there was Smoop on the uh, new Android
1: Alright, excellent Got to get on the uh, Android, yeah. the app market Get you some apps I Yeah, well, dying. we got
2: to figure that all out CJ, get man, last time Schmoop had a cell phone and cards. I had a cell phone Last time her and I had a cell phone, each of us They were just phones with numbers Look like a phone. Oh,
1: we're not used to this crap. <laughs> it's a t- is it a touch screen? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Now you can download the uh, dice with buddies and words with friends, and you know, play some games. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to IWS radio on that phone. I don't see why you wouldn't. I
2: wouldn't listen to that drivel if you paid me, for God's sake. (laughs) What? Mm
1: -hmm. You can listen to Allison Rosen as your new best friend on that phone. I could. You could call up other (laughs) BDR shows on that phone and say, hey, this is Shane Cundiff.
4: (laughs) Oh, don't, don't think I won't. I'm going to use that
2: same kind of thing.
1: <laughs> that poor guy doesn't know what's about to hit him. <laughs> no, he does not. Some, some poor, unsuspecting dude <laughs> thinks his life is going yeah. along okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's
2: about to change. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah. the, only thing, the only thing he's got on his... Uh, Agenda coming up is, you know, getting ready for the Super Bowl in a few weeks. And yeah. Now.
2: Just having a little party, little wings and such. Nah, <laughs> ain't gonna happen.
1: <laughs> they probably, uh, well, he's probably got, you know, ready for the for the Ohio State University in the championship game tomorrow night against Oregon. Yeah. Or we're going to have to, or we're going to have to take the field without one of their wide receivers. Yeah, I know. Tested, tested positive for marijuana. Oh dear God, not marijuana! We better suspend him. Ooh. Yeah. That's horrible. He's probably a heroin addict by now.
2: He probably is. That's according to Sean Hannity. It's a gateway drug.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, one toke over the line. Suspended. Jesus. (laughs) I think Ohio State's going to win, too. I'm predicting an Ohio State victory.
0: Of course you are.
1: High-scoring game. I think they're going to be in the Ohio State, something like 44, 38, 44, 41, even. It's going to be a close one. I hope it's a close one. I hope it's not a blowout. That would really yeah. suck. I hope it is. Unless, I unless it's Ohio a blowout out on Oregon, to ten. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would
2: be awesome.
1: <laughs> We'd
2: have to do a special Tuesday morning show <laughs> to clean up the mess in Columbus, Jay.
1: Man, <laughs> we would. <laughs> We'd have to just go <laughs> on the air and tell everybody in Columbus, call us up, let it all out. You'll feel better that have way. have a bunch Come of on.
2: chopper audio files going. And, <laughs> oh, the humanity, the carnage. <laughs> oh J-Man.
1: Yeah? Breaking news. we
2: got a special guest. We have a special guest checking in at Hodgepodge Excellent. Lodge as we speak. Hello award-winning journalist and 60 Minutes correspondent Steve Croft here. I want to take this opportunity to thank Jay, Matt, and especially Guy On Your Dick and Drew Peacock for inviting me up here to Hodgepodge Lodge for a much-needed getaway from the very public trials and tribulations I have been going through of late. While I may be a stalwart of journalistic integrity, Within my sacred union of marriage to my wife, I have been a less than stellar pillar of fidelity and virtue, and much like Jimmy Swigert, I have sinned. However,
4: on the upside, at my advanced age, I have personified a message of hope for 69-year-old men everywhere
2: that if you want something badly enough, and have plenty of Viagra on hand, you too can be sloshing back champagne from a hot piece of mochachina ass anytime you want.
4: And in, instead of eating tired old pizza yet again, your taste buds could be swimming in the deep, wet
2: depths of a hot, creamy bowl of chocolate pudding. Mmm.
5: Oh, man.
2: Sadly, my message of hope and inspiration to older men everywhere seems to have been lost on the public, and the only reaction to my sexual exploits has been a mixture of scorn, manufactured outrage,
4: and mass excoriation. Very hurtful. So, I'm going to hang out here at Hodgepodge Lodge for a
2: while, until the Steve Croft Media Circus moves on to another person of interest. Just going to catch my breath,
4: pop open a bottle of champagne, find out where they keep the chocolate pudding around here, and get busy getting busy with it. Because after all, whatever happens at Hodgepodge Lodge stays at Hodgepodge Lodge.
1: There
0: you well, go. Steve Kroff's in the head.
1: <laughs> he is. And we're going to, one of these days, we're going to do a show where we have that little clock ticking nonstop throughout the entire two hours. <laughs> and
2: the worst thing about that, J-Man, 90% of that was taken from Steve Croft's
1: texts. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you were doing last night. Now, <laughs> oh,
0: I was sleeping. You have
1: the you have the transcript <laughs> of Steve Croft's dirty text. Wow, I'm there. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, I went on YouTube. Oh man, yeah, he was talking about the pudding, champagne out the ass. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be if you know the guy was like. Well, 40 with a 40-year-old, but he's 69 with a 41-year-old. Come on, we don't need yeah. that. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on.
1: Well, I guess he'll be... And come on, I look guess at the,
2: Steve Croft, for God's sake.
1: Uh, I know. <laughs> I guess he'll be banned as a... Is a possible guest from uh, Morning Joe by Mika now. You know, given that he doesn't. Oh no, God. He's 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 not moral enough.
4: Yeah.
1: No. They had the big discussion about not having Elliot Spitzer on he, anymore because of his immoral activities, and they talked about Man. it and agreed that maybe that's maybe that maybe we should do that. And then they said, "Don't forget coming up after the break, Rudy Giuliani." Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good
2: lord. Yeah, well. See, I got I have something. Smoop and I have something over Steve Croft. He was saying he did it because he was in a sexless marriage. Smoop and I <laughs> are getting married and we're already sexless.
0: So, <laughs> we're good to go.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> little fist pump here and there. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little high five on occasion.
2: A high five on occasion. A little smack on the ass.
1: look good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Steve and his sexless marriage. Well, look at yourself, Steve. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> look at them
0: jowls. You take your share
1: of the. You could take your share of the blame on that, couldn't you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the chicken question's not bad looking, Dude.
0: and a lawyer—not
2: some truck yeah. off oh, the yeah. street. Although that would have been right. better. That would have been awesome.
1: Uh huh. If it had been some Jennifer Flowers. Or Paula uh-huh. Jones.
2: Yeah. You know what he should have yeah, done before the... he engaged in this activity, J-Man? <laughs> oh boy,
1: what should he have done? Ask the expert.
2: See <laughs>
0: he...
3: <laughs> Yeah, I well, I tell
1: listened. you what—he looked at that. He looked at that chocolate pudding. And Get in
3: my belly!
4: Oh, heck yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Some well. things just write themselves, Jay, man.
0: <laughs>
2: you don't have to do much work. Just copy uh-huh. and paste and record.
1: Well <laughs> <laughs> so you like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, they had a freedom march in uh Paris this morning. Oh I know. A lot of world leaders lined up for a freedom march in Paris. Mhm. Freedom March. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Took the same route, the German army marched right down the Appreciated champs uh-huh. 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 And Andrea Merkel was right there at the front of the line, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're in old times. Uh-huh. Oh yes, I read about this in our school books about marching down this road. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple Here's times. A, I thought about this
2: I thought about this too when they had the um the gathering, you know. Representing the United States Was Eric Holder And because he was already Scheduled to be there for a summit A law enforcement summit (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for Fox News to say Why wasn't President Obama There
1: Oh I'm sure they will I'm sure they will Some people have already pointed out That Obama wasn't there Well
2: here's the thing If he went there why did he waste all that money when Eric Holder was already there?
1: Exactly. Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> of
0: course, Bibi's there. Yeah, so he, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Obama's not there, but Netanyahu's front and center. Where are the TV cameras? Oh, <laughs> they lined them up. They lined up Jewish. arm in arm.
2: Bibi. B.B. Netanyahu is the Jewish. Well, maybe too. He's the Jewish Chuck Schumer. I don't know. Schumer's Jewish, Schumer Jewish
1: also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it doesn't matter. He's the Israeli Chuck Schumer. There we go.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: All right, I like that.
1: Yeah, they had them all. They're lined up and they're arm in arm. You got Frank Holland and and Andrea Merkel and <laughs> I don't know who team. else. Yeah. <laughs> And and uh a boss was there and Netanyahu and they put a boss and Netanyahu on opposite ends of the of the human arm <laughs> chain.
2: So
1: they That's wouldn't so have to touch solidarity. each other. So That's so they could march for freedom. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Two guys who won't who won't touch each other. We're gonna march for freedom. And oh by the way, we're gonna outlaw, you know, veils and uh, stuff like that while we're marching for freedom. Sure. Anyway, but Obama's not there because he doesn't support freedom. <laughs> uh,
2: freedom hater.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly. God. Yeah, well. And we got about yeah. five minutes left in the show.
1: Yeah. The only other thing I was gonna tell you about is the uh the battery in the J mom's car is dead. Uh, so dead I couldn't even couldn't even jump it. So I had to take the battery out. And the ba- that car, it takes quite the effort to get the battery out of that <laughs> car. You gotta move stuff around and it was cold and my hands were freezing and I probably should have been probably should have been meditating. <laughs> I wish Martin had come up with that meditation yesterday <laughs> while I was out there doing that. Anyway, I guess I'll get her a bat. We'll get her a battery sometime this week when it warms up a little. Heading for the fifties by the weekend. Here, Matt.
2: Well, Monday next Monday, not this Monday. Yeah, we're looking at forties.
1: Yeah, praise Jesus. And, yeah, and the Cowboys just took a fourteen-seven lead over the Packers on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field.
2: Did they go rumbling so, and stumbling and bumbling?
1: No, it was, it was a pass. Oh, okay. It's a pass. So, uh, okay. Three and a half minutes left. About time to do some show closing music. Say goodbye to everybody. Sure. Another thrilling, exciting, and epic episode of IWS Radio. <clears throat> and those phone lines were lit up, weren't they?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jayman. I would like my future—I would like to thank my future wife for at least calling in.
1: There you go. Team
2: There's player all the way. for
1: us. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a
1: little echo from the bathroom there.
2: Yeah, I'll probably be hearing <laughs> echo from the rest for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, Matt, 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 Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Let's... Since it's still winter and it is a bit hazy out there today, we're going to oh, close it yeah. out with the bangles. Uh oh, Hazy shade yeah. of winter. Mm mm mm, mm. mm. mm Susanna Haas. Mm
2: baby. Vicky mm, Vicki Peterson.
1: Oh. Man, I might just have to go to YouTube and see Susanna Haas videos all afternoon.
2: While she looks to the left and to the right, uh huh. Vicki's up front with all her slutty sexiness.
1: Oh, oh yeah. That might be the that might be next week's show. We might do the slut show next week.
4: <laughs> the slut show. That's not bad.
1: <clears throat> sluts and stuff. And such. Sluts, sluts, and, sluts. and such.
5: Sluts. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> All right, gay man.
1: All right. That's it. Excellent. Have a
2: wonderful day.
1: You too. Stay warm.
2: All right. Will do. Bye. Bye.